Students of Reject University, we are back once again in the world of the boys to check out Gen V, giving our first thoughts and immediate review right as the credits roll on episode one. We're probably going to keep things a little brief because we've got three episodes to go through all in one drop. But yes, if you would like to join us for the experience, you can check out the reaction highlights over on youtube.com slash the real rejects, along with all the highlights for seasons one through three of the boys. Or, if you want the complete experience, grab your own copy or your own uh, Prime subscription. Come on over to patreon.com slash therealrejects. You can sync up with us and enjoy Gen V, enjoy the boys, all that good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to support the channel and rock a little reject swag in the process, go ahead and check out our rejectnationshop.com store. We got designs dropping in there all the time got some new ones inspired by ahsoka some marvel related stuff who knows maybe at some point we'll have a little bit of boys merch in there too but for right now appreciate y'all for being here and uh let's hop into the show episode one god you roll that in true this is a good show Eh. Wow. Woo! <laughs> what a great nice. needle drop, too. Oh, oh man. Goodness. All right. Well, we got two more episodes oh. all out, so we just want to make these discussions short. Um, but I, part of me was skeptical about I didn't even watch the trailer for this. Part of me was skeptical about this show that it would just be something capitalizing on the boys and could be, just be discount boys uh, but it's something very different and the writing and quality and acting is just as good yeah this well deserves to be a like a, a companion piece to the boys this is really 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 great stuff and i i love for a first episode i, I love that a lot that was that was excellent i'm I, i'm very much interested in uh I mean, obviously, you know, the boys has the, the freshness of an introduction of, of a new world and whatever. But I love the kind of characters we're choosing to focus on. And sure, we got a mystery that is, yeah, I'm looking forward to unraveling it, but the way they toy around with like certain cliches and directions you think it'll go, they know how to mislead and misdirect. Uh, it's really well done, but I'm very much invested in our main central character. And God, that was, uh, that was really well done, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Let's move on. <laughs> no one else needs to talk. All that matters is done Greg said where Greg, Greg got his two Greg six. got his opinions in, and uh, you guys are here just to look pretty. Let us know in the comments what you think of Greg's, Greg's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Do you agree with Greg? Do you disagree with Greg? <laughs> Let us know. Thumbs up for Greg's take. Um, Juan, say something deep. Oh, hey. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is a day and age wherein I almost always now greet any sort of spinoff or expansion of successful you know, franchise core with a bit of skepticism just because there are so many things that feel like watered down, you know, tributes to the thing we all love. But I think this is a really wonderfully pitched show so far in that, you know, the boys is looking f at all this from inside the machine and from an eye line that is, you know, more at eye level with the machine, whereas this gives you an opportunity to explore a world like this with the implications it has from the shadow beneath the machine. 
And I think that's a really cool thing. And then, you know, everything else, I think, you know, the characters they've laid out here are interesting and appealing. The acting is great. And this just uh, went places in a first episode. I wasn't expecting. It took me by surprise just as much as there are moments where you're like sitting there going, okay, well, if this is going to be a positive reception or a negative reception, it's going to go the opposite way. You know, there are, are things beyond that where I was like, wow, I was not expecting them to go as hard or for certain things to play out this way. And now, you know, it's like there's that whole new sense of discovery from episode two of like, who, who's really going to be the ensemble of this thing aside from, you know, our main character and Marie. And I assume Cricket is going to come back in some way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this was a really striking action looks good, you know, for the most part. There were a couple of action moments where I was like, OK, this is a bit like a TV editing fight. But for the most part, when it that's counts, the boys. Sure, <laughs> but uh, but when it counts and when they do their big, crazy, spectacular moments, those always hit, and uh, yeah. her power is very striking, all that good stuff. Main girl kind of reminds me a bit of a placement of Starlight, where she's in a journey of discovering just uh, how much disillusionment there is in the universe she wishes to live in, but it's also like a form of escapism uh, for her yeah. to hide from her from her pain, you know. But it, the, I I think you could draw a lot of parallel. It's interesting how. When you look at The Boys season one, the first super that we followed was Starlight. Yeah. Along mirror, but then, you know, you, of course, you're following Huey's journey. But following Starlight, where both were like, oh, I, I want to be part of the seven, and I have this certain, certain sort of vision of what it means to be a superhero. And they both seem like their purpose is to be part of the seven, that that, that is what, what will define them and make them their greatest self. Uh, where, but their backgrounds are very different. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, hers is a bit like Rogue. Yeah. You know, from X Men 2000. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Anna Paquin, the only Rogue. <laughs> the only Rogue that ever existed. <laughs> the last stand. <laughs> Take yeah. it away, coy monologue. Okay, a few different things hit me immediately. One uh, actually came from the other perspective. I didn't watch the trailer, but because I didn't want to know the tone, because I trust in. Kripke and Goldberg and what they'd done so far with the boys. I so didn't even know that they developed it. Oh, yeah. really? I thought there was like, like a whole new Oh, team. I followed the trades like hard on this. Oh, yeah, I so I, I avoided footage, but for the opposite reason, um, I'm a bit inundated with this spinoff culture and like the, obviously the barrage of superhero content. I like most of it. I like a little over half of it, but I like a lot of it. <laughs> and I think overall, it's hard when there's so much of it to find fresh ways. But I thought if anyone could make a spinoff, it'd be the boys team. So since I knew, I think I was more optimistic. But I likewise avoided it because I knew that I trusted them to do what I thought they would. And this is actually exceeding that expectation because the boys to me was the exact right time to make a, a show that played with what the comics were doing back in 06, which was... That was when team books were really popular. That was when it was like the crash of the 90s led to this big surge of new comics in the early 2000s, like the Ultimate Universe. And that led to a lot of big team books being commentaries on the team worlds of DC and Marvel, right? You had like the authority we're going to get soon and you had all these like almost mm -hmm. superhero, superhero teams. So the boys was really jarring in that it was like, okay, how do we do a commentary in a new way? And it was like, let's just see how far we can go. And it was just yeah. hitting the homers of, of violence and depravity. And it was really swinging for those fences. So I think what they did really well with the boys was it came out at the exact right time of, okay, we have established superheroes are popular. And how do you do a commentary on popularity and subvert those expectations without seeming like you're just doing what everyone else is doing with parody. And I think the boys did it by addressing uh, capitalism, by addressing basically the Amazon of it all with Vought, by addressing the political nature of Homelander, by doing all those things. And I was like, how do you do that with a spinoff culture? And I think what I find most interesting about this show is 
with the boys, there's this whole nest of world where you meet a barrage of characters per issue. Some issues feel like they're uh, Justice League. Sometimes it feels like specifically Batman and Robin. Sometimes it feels like this. And I was hoping the show would capture the feeling of you immediately have to be endeared to these characters. You immediately have to care about their powers. You immediately have to feel like what they're a commentary on. And I was worried we would be wanting just the seven. So what they did here, genius to me, is they make sure the seven is this overarching paranoia. And like John was saying, the inside the, the the system, the machine, and then from the outside, but they're making it from a younger perspective so you're looking up at the thing that we were commenting on, mm-hmm. looking up at the thing the first season, but whereas I find The Boys is a great commentary on a lot of, a little bit more right-leaning ideas and that, that, that commentary of power and fascism and those things, this is a commentary on what youth culture sees as this yeah. progressive movement as being overly progressive for the sake of pandering. And in the first episode, they're acknowledging a lot of the things a lot of these companies are doing to like, look how good we're doing and acknowledging. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of going at the other angle from like that one's taking jabs at the right and left some. This one's taking jabs at the left and the right some. But it's coming from a younger looking up perspective versus the authority looking down, all while tying in the world and making it a more immersive world. So I think not only is this a great way to build out the world of the boys, I mentioned a few times in the episode it's a really great like between seasons world building but it doesn't feel like you have to watch the boys because it's got this overarching young different flavor so this is the way to do a spinoff because it could be its own thing and i'm so immersed well i think especially with uh, i'm not really familiar with craig rosenberg but knowing some of eric kripke's work knowing evan goldberg's work something that i think they can both really capture very well especially evan goldberg's uh prior work as a producer or writer is you mentioned youth, then this really captures the, you know, college adolescence Mm. of it all and that socializing feelings. Again, there's like, there's qualities to it that, 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 that peer pressure, that shyness, that coming out of the shell, forming your own identity, finding your confidence amongst others. It's like there, there are elements of our main character that remind me of both Starlight and Huey from season one. Yeah. kind of like mixed into one and putting them in a college environment. Which is so approachable because yeah. like that's the character you want to have the eyeline for. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like this sympathetic approach that they had with the person who's like, oh, are they going to be the big super bad? But they're not. They're really just someone who has been wrong in some way. It also is why miscalculated decisions. That was cool. The boys does that thing, and, and I mentioned it like twice in this. But the boys is always so good at being like you expected. Ah, and even once you're three seasons in, you yeah. think they can't keep doing that. And this pilot had more surprises than I expected. And this pilot by itself feels like a, a more of a. I, I haven't seen a pilot feel this much like its own. Like okay, yeah. now I'm invested so quickly. Well, you know, I, I think that there was a lot more. I think, I think, you know, when Boys premiered, there was a lot more. I'd call it um, more guile to the way it was done. Where here, it's just more character storytelling. I think mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean. Where I think Boys, part of the appeal of it when it first debuted was the commentary. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, and how how clearly it's bouncing yeah. right off of what you just like, saw at the multi. Yeah, it was so yeah. clever. Yeah, but it's still character driven. Uh, sure. That's what got us invested. But um, here, that's like no, we already know the world that are inhabiting. And the commentary feels very secondary as opposed to the character journey. Like the way they capture the how haunted our main character, which I feel to oh, do you know her name? John? Marie. Thank you. Marie <laughs> right, Moreau. Right. Go scan on John. I know the name. Uh, yeah, that's right. Marie Moreau. Marie Moreau. Yeah, like the island of Dr. Moreau. That's clever. Yeah. Um, the way they capture Marie and how haunted she is by her past, I, I think always 
the way they, they play with the sound design, the mixture of Man, that. Man, that was cool. Throws you into the nightmare of how that she's always trying to escape and how she's always putting up a front. Complimented by the the co-leading girl, the the YouTube personality. Cricket. She feels very relatable mm-hmm. for is because I've just met so many <laughs> living in LA. You meet a lot of people like that where they have that certain type of bubbly. Um, ex- extroverted personality, and but you're like genuine. you're clearly depressed. Though. <laughs> you, know, you, can, you can see it, though. And I, I thought that she was really well fleshed out um, as well. But yeah, no, it, it, it com- it's commenting on like influencer culture and oh and my stuff. god, so, yeah. And that's the the, the youth looking up, but it feels authentic. They didn't yeah. have to say sus like they actually acted. <laughs> dumb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can no I say cap, the, Can I say the D word at the end? DIC is allowed on YouTube. Why don't you just spell it out? Okay, so I'm also impressed. One of the things the boys comment does so well is it's it's I'm really gonna try to. You edit just where we the can D. Where we can keep it monetized. The, the D. Complicated that, I'll say the D in the comics. The D is used very humorously, and I really was impressed at the amount of D used for jokes here and how it worked. Like these sure, are yeah. these are funny, and this is like that's the type of humor the boys captures. But it was able to do it as a commentary. It didn't feel like it was overdone. Great use of D. Yeah, yeah. It's right. funny and tragic. All yeah. At once. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah, man. This was this was really this is this was really cool. I really like this a lot. Let's watch the second episode, Let's guys. Get Let's it. do I'm it. So happy. All right, guys. What did you think about it? Leave your thoughts down below. Be sure to leave a like, subscribe. Thank you to all. I've been checking out some real rejects apparel. We will catch you all on the flippity flip, which is the very next episode. See you guys.